Social with Ed Easton Jr. We are back once again with a new episode. And this one's a little different from the others that we've done in the past. For those that have been following since season one. And I must say, you know, I love going to live events and just the ambiance and everything that's going on. So, you know, we're here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. I'm in Brooklyn. I love going to events during Brooklyn, especially sports related. And I just came from one of the bigger events that you're going to have at the uh, Barclays Center. And it's obviously in the world of boxing, MMA, Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor. They're having this huge fight coming up. And it was just it experienced that they are doing this whole press conference world tour thing. Now, the way they're doing this is they're going to four different four different cities in uh, four days. These are three different countries, mind you. So they were in LA, then they went to Toronto, they were in New York, and they're also doing London. I uh, just came back from the Brooklyn show and that's exactly what it was. It was the press conference, okay? So anybody's wondering if this is going to be a civilized, you know, situation. This was not civilized. I went there as media, and it was so interesting, just some of the different theatrics that went on. You know, you knew going in, it was going to be wild with Mayweather and with McGregor, just because their personalities are so loud. They're so vibrant. They want to give, you know, so much of themselves, and... For anyone that is a huge boxing fan, you're used to these huge, like, face-to-face moments where they, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe the guys are going to hit each other. But it was more than that. We got guys uh, throwing things at each other, whether it was money or, you know, in, in this case, uh, Conor McGregor gave the Jay-Z album, uh, 444, to, uh, to uh, Floyd Mayweather on us uh, on stage and, and and just the whole ambiance of everything and and I'm gonna go you know deeper into it because I, I collected a lot of audio from that it, it, it was incredible I mean you're talking about the people that just even came out it was a packed house in Barclays Center just for a press conference not for a fight even though there were some fights in the stands this was just a press conference it just shows you the magnitude of this situation. I mean, you're having a guy, an MMA fighter, you know, jumping into the boxing ring after months and months and months of, like, saying that he can beat up Floyd Mayweather. He can be the guy. He is not worried about Floyd Mayweather and this, you know, incredible record of being 49-0. and 0. He's this great UFC fighter, and he has no problem with going in with the best fighter in the world in terms of boxing in a boxing match and you know when you think about it from the outside you're like this this is not gonna work this isn't gonna make any sense but you see this is the uh this is the kicker you have to look at the draw possibilities of this as opposed to whether or not it makes sense now granted conor mcgregor is a, an amazing champion in a uh, ufc but ufc and boxing totally different yes they're combat sports but they're very different so conor mcgregor jumping into the ring now with floyd mayweather and i you know as a journalist i'm, I'm watching this i'm watching the um 
the, the back and forth between these guys. They get very personal. Obviously, this is all for show. They're going to say a lot of, you know, crazy things to each other. Uh, I just love how the fans were, were so into it. I, I just, I, I sat around um, a bunch of um, fans, McGregor fans. They all had the uh, Irish flag. It, it was all over the place. A very heavy McGregor crowd, as I think it's going to be the case with every place you go to. Mayweather wants to be the villain. He plays up being the villain. And he definitely was on that night. And it, it just really spoke to what Mayweather's about. The guy is a great promoter. He um he knows how to give people what they want. This is a super fight. This is a fight that you you just think about as being like a um a dream matchup, you know, one of those type of situations. But yeah, we're really gonna see this. We're really gonna see Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather go at it. Yeah, we're gonna let that sink in for a minute. They're gonna have a a, a battle in Vegas in August. And I know there's going to be millions of people that are going to buy this because they either want to see McGregor get lucky and, and knock Floyd out because he keeps saying he wants to knock Floyd out. Because a lot of people, they really watch Floyd Mayweather fights for him to lose. Granted, I'm not a big fan of May Mayweather's personality and his flamboyance and the different things that he says about women, etc., etc. But the guy's a hell of a boxer. Hell of a fighter, so, you know... I do think it's going to be an interesting battle. And, um, you know, like I said, we're going we're gonna to discuss more about it later in the show, as well as playing these amazing clips. I'm talking about, like, you get to hear some uh, comments, and this is stuff that you can only hear in the arena. There were, like, Q&As going on in the arena, so this is exclusive stuff. This is not stuff you can see on TV and or listen to or any other things, because this is in-arena stuff and reactions from this crazy event and uh, you know uh, you got special celebrities stop by on um, Pauli Malignaggi which I didn't know was actually a um he's a sparring partner for McGregor to get him ready for the fight against Mayweather so uh, that was something and you know you hear from him Rosie Perez is, was there Sway from Sway in the Morning um is Swiss Beats now this is where it got interesting Swiss Beats uh, decided to uh, use that time to call out another producer. Instead of saying, like, you know, they're supposed to be there, hype up the crowd, get the crowd involved. He decided to call out uh, Timbaland, apparently. Uh, they have this whole Battle of the Beats thing, and he decided to call him out right before uh, they brought out McGregor and Mayweather. So that that was an interesting moment. And uh, get to see where, you know, what goes on with that. But I'll play that audio as well. And it's just a lot that really is um, all about the theatrics. It really turned more WWE, if anything. Speaking of WWE, I'm going to play a clip of what I thought was probably one of the better segments in um, the show SmackDown's history. This was a rap battle. Yes, a rap battle between uh, the New Day and the Usos. That's for all the WWE fans out here. These are two tag teams, and they decided to have a, a live rap battle on, uh, this was the 4th of July, with the moderator or host, you know, whoever, whatever you want to call him, Wale, who's also a rapper, was in the middle, and he was kind of uh, calling the action. It is, uh, it's very, very entertaining, uh, 
Obviously, this there was a very controversial line used by one of the Usos in regards to Xavier Woods. Uh, I'm going to get into that a little bit later in the show as well. Uh, got some other fun sounds to play. Um, also, NBA Summer League. NBA Summer League is well underway. We got all these free agents being signed as these young players are playing out in Vegas right now. Uh, Lonzo Ball. Amazing. He's doing an amazing job. For a guy that came in with all this pressure, his first game, he didn't look good. I think he was like 1 for 11. And uh, he, he just, you know, didn't look like he had the flow of the game. Now he's had a couple of triple doubles. And he reminds me so much. And I like I said, this is me just reaching a little bit of uh, Jason Kidd. Just the ability to control the game. Excellent passer, excellent vision. Can rebound, can do a lot of different things. And uh, I think, you know, obviously being under the tutelage of Magic Johnson, that's going to be a big deal. I like what they're trying to do with Lonzo Ball. I think that's the right thing to do. He's going to be a guy that, at least from what we're seeing, remember, it's Summer League now. It's only Summer League. He looks like he has the potential to be that guy in L.A. Uh, Also, Markel Fultz, the number one overall pick with the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, went down with an injury, uh, ankle injury. It looked very nasty on the replay. A lot of people were worried about it. You know, I looked at it and I thought about it right away. I was like, oh, it's another Ben Simmons, another Joel Embiid, another Nerlens Noel, where their first-round pick doesn't even get a chance to actually play the first year. Granted, it was only a sprain, but the uh, Sixers, made the, they made the right decision to just sit them for the rest of Summer League. And I'm actually going to talk to one of the super fans that I know, uh, Dave Podgore. He is a huge, huge Philadelphia fan. Big time Sixers fan. I've seen this guy watch him through the whole trust the process years. You know, I'm talking about like on 18 game losing streaks. He's watching them, tuning in, like making sure he's not missing a thing. And uh, just his thoughts on going in to the season, knowing that you have a young core that everyone's excited about that most likely will make the playoffs this year. So I'm going to talk to him. That's going to be a big thing with the show. I'm going to talk to like super fans out there of different teams, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, etc., just to get their thoughts on, you know, what they think their team is doing or any type of hot topic. So that's the whole social part, sports social. So, you know, I'll give you his Twitter. We're going to definitely put that out there as well. And uh, just get people involved. And, you know, of course, my Twitter is at Eddie Jr. Shameless plug. I understand. Keep it at realsports.com. More information. You know, just I got to keep doing this. It's what I do. We're in the business of self-promoting. So we're going to play that uh, a little bit later, have that conversation. And like I said, I'm going to play a lot of different sounds. A lot of it's going to deal with what's going on with that that crazy event. This Conor McGregor fight, man, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm at a loss for words. Like I said, I just came from seeing all the different people and their excitement from it. But uh, as always, once again, hit me up on Twitter, at Ed Easton Jr., And uh, we're going to do is go to a little break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. Okay, I'm here with the ultimate 
Philadelphia fan. I'm not talking about just Sixers or, you know, uh, Flyers. You probably like the, the Philadelphia AFL team if it still existed, right, at this point. I got Mr. Dave Podgore here, and I'm going to let him just try to break down Markel Fultz and his thoughts on the Sixers so far in Summer League. Dave, take it away. Uh, Ed, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, Markel Fultz, I don't know what to say. It was a late Friday night. And seeing him fall down, barely able to stand, taking a wheelchair out onto the court and pulling him into the locker room gave me another heart attack. I can only take so many years of this, you know? My blood pressure's through the roof. <laughs> His blood pressure's through the roof. I mean, it's not another Simmons situation. That's what you're, you're, everybody's worried about. Um, but, you know, what is it, just a sprained ankle? They're going to hold him up for precaution. Uh, I think you've got to be okay with that, right? Yeah, I mean, even when Simmons fell on Sean Long's foot yeah. and they said it was just a ligament tear, he missed this whole season. But I'm optimistic. It's just a sprained ankle. I'm just used to overreacting at this point. I would like to have a uh, first-year player play in their first year. That would be nice. I mean, I'm looking at right now the roster, and you're talking about having Fultz and Simmons maybe a point guard in this situation, and then you got Sarich, you got Embiid. Uh, the, the team, the way it's stacked up, you guys are a playoff team. Do you feel like this is something that can happen, or or we're just, like, overestimating the fact that, hey, they have these young players, and they, they have all this promise. Like, are they a playoff team right now? Yeah, they. I really do think they're going to be a playoff team this year. The East has gotten way worse. Yeah. All these blockbuster trades, it's, it's changed the whole landscape. So, let's see, Indiana moved down, Chicago moved down, Atlanta moved down. Someone's got to take their place. Obviously, Miami's going to take their place. Detroit, eh, let's see. Mm. I, I love, they got Avery Bradley in a great trade. I know it's a one-year rental, but... I'd rather them pay him than KCP. Honestly, it's potential versus you know what you got, one of the best wing defenders in the league. Um, but as far as the Sixers are concerned, I think they're going to make it. I think they do need that veteran leadership. They brought in J.J. Redick, which I guess he's a bona fide veteran, and he's going to be tossing up around eight threes a game, I imagine. He's going to have lots of wide-open looks. And they also brought in Amir Johnson, which is a player. Let's just put it that way. A player? You don't think the guys are going to be a banger? I mean, you need a, a physical guy down there. That's what Amir Johnson is. Yeah, I'd rather they bring back Reggie Evans' ghost instead of that. Oh, I man. mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Evans, huh? We just... Yeah. But you know what? Anything's better than Jalil Okafor, so we'll... Well, let's just leave it at that. Jill <laughs> Okafor, you know, a poor man's Brooke Lopez, as some people have said. Uh, you talk about the Sixers and, you know, the fact that they could be that playoff team. I wasn't going to throw the Knicks out there. I'm going to keep my bias to the side. But when you look at the Atlantic Division, you see the Celtics. Celtics are probably going to win the division again. The Raptors are going to be maybe on a decline. How do the Sixers kind of fit in there with, that, with the rest of those teams? I would slot us in with Milwaukee. I feel like Milwaukee and us aren't much on the rise. I feel like they have a year advantage over us, but they have also had hurdles and injuries that have kept them back. But it's it's going to be a great... I feel like we're going to have a really good rivalry with them going forward. Milwaukee and Philly. Yeah, I mean, you know, going back to the 2001 finals, maybe they're still a little bitter. 
a little Ray Allen, Allen Iverson we're going back to. Yeah. This, is, this is what people are going to say. This is what it's come to. Now we're talking Philly-Milwaukee as a next great rivalry in the NBA. I can't wait for the first game of the year, Milwaukee at Philly. Hmm. Every time Malcolm Bryan touches that ball, he's going to get booed. Oh, Guarantee it. And, and actually, it's a good thing you brought that up. Uh, you were very against the fact that he did win the Rookie of the Year. You actually was very vocal on Twitter in regards to that. What is it about Brogdon? I thought the guy had a great year for a guy who's a second-round pick. He played all those games. They made it to be a playoff team. Like, is it the bias of being a Philly fan? No, it's not the bias. You know, you know what the problem is? Brogdon had a good year. Very good year for a rookie. But he was not the rookie of the year. Mm. He played consistent. He played all right. His PR numbers are good. But he started less games than Joel Embiid. And so he's a bench player. He's not a star. <laughs> He'll never be a star. Wow. I hope he proves me wrong. That's pretty but deep. But I don't think he is. And I think, honestly, in five years, people are going to forget about him. Okay. Five years, people are going to forget. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to have this stored in the archives. So in five years, we're going to come back to this conversation. You know, you never know where we'll be in life. But uh, just let's make sure Mal- Malcolm Brogdon is listening, okay? Let's just put it out there. Yes, when Malcolm Brogdon's on the Spurs playing as uh, six men on the finals team. Yeah, I'll be buddy my tongue. Popovich <laughs> is still coaching him, too, yeah. right? That's, that's, that's pretty much what's going to happen. Dave, thank you for your insight, man. And, right, thank uh, you, Ed. We'll see what happens. Eh? Playoffs, possibility, yeah. championship, couple years, no? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we already have the goat. <laughs> we'll see. Thanks, man. Thank you. Support social with Ed Easton Jr. now. I have to get into these sounds, and like I said, I love to pick different sounds and clips that just personify what's been going on in the last week or two, and it's just it's exciting stuff. It's fun stuff. Uh, this one of these clips right here that uh, I, I just was going through, Nick Young. Now, anybody knows Nick Young, that's Swaggy P from the Lakers. He now has a new team. He's actually going to join the uh, world champion Golden State Warriors. Was apparently recruited by Draymond Green at a party because that's the best time to recruit. He, uh, you know, he talks to the media about signing with them and and just addresses his uh, little issue you may have with the fans because he did call out the Warriors on Twitter uh, a little over a year ago. So it's a uh, a pretty fun listen and uh, also. Another fun listen, which you're also gonna, which you're gonna hear as I'm stumbling on my words, is the special SmackDown Live rap battle between the Usos and the New Day, and what made it such a uh, controversial thing was the fact that they made a line in there regarding um, Paige. Paige is a, also a wrestler for WWE. I, I believe she's still employed by them. It was referenced to to a uh, sex tape that she's involved with with a guy that apparently is Xavier Woods. It was never officially confirmed, but everyone assumed it was. It was one of those like taboo things. Everybody kept it on the low, and they made little hints towards it. Well, it was pretty much put all the way out there in in this sound. So uh, definitely take a listen to this. It was it's very enjoyable. Uh, uh, definitely a lot of fun in regards to the way they uh, break it down. So. Uh, we're going to get to those two clips, 
and I will be right back. Uh, Twitter, you had a pretty famous tweet about your feelings about Golden State fans. <laughs> I did. You address that now? Oh, man. <laughs> I think my phone was hacked. What's up? Everybody, this, hacking is a big thing these days. It's the Russians. It's the yeah, Russians. Yeah, I left my phone somewhere. And... Nah, but uh, yeah, you know, that's my story. <laughs> That's why you want to hit that first three, right? Yeah, I got, I got to get the fans on my side. You know, unbelievable. That was a clone. That was, that was my. You, mes you mentioned Draymond's recruiting uh, you know, ability. Uh, take me through some of that. I know you guys were out of partying a little bit. Just you know, it's, it is Fourth of July. You know, and, uh, you know, they told me to you know come hang out. You know, obviously I didn't. You know, it was a different feeling because I'm normally, you know, I'm swaggy P, people like me. But nobody really paid attention to me that day when I was hanging out with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> a little different. <laughs> it was a little different, you know. Uh, I was like, dang, that's what it feel like. It was getting free championship cakes. I think they set it up. It was eating, a, eating dinner. Somehow they was getting championship cakes. Oh, congratulations. I'm just sitting there like, yeah, that seems cool. This is what you get when you're a warrior, you know. Manager come down, all on the bills on us. I did enough this year, so I just felt good. And then he kept texting you the, the next couple days. Next day, couple of days, what you gonna do? Come on, man, we need you. Uh, and I think that's still the deal. Did what did he say to you when you signed? Um, <laughs> that's the great choice, you know. I was, first, I was like, man, I don't need me, man. I got. I got too much, he said. Ain't no such thing as too much. <laughs> so, uh, you need all the firepower you can get, so. You keep it clean, though, because I, I see how you looking over there. Yeah, okay. What you got, Us? We gonna get him. I said this. The Usos and New Day and the wrap-off, I was like, it can't be. What the hell they gonna talk about, Us? Oh no, unicorns and stampedes. What we gonna talk about, Us? Big D's, double D's. How you look like Whoopi, and how you say you five five, but you really five three. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about that later. Hey, hold it down. Hey, hold it down. Hold it down. Hey, we'll talk about that later. But right now, welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. I ain't gonna lie. Big E, you so predictable. I knew you was just gonna talk about Rikishi. Hey, everybody know who our pops is, but do they know about yours, E? Nope. Our pops booty made millions. What about yours, E? I mean, damn, bro. Is that supposed to be chest or breast, bro? Is it supposed to be real or silicone? I mean, we done asked everybody all around the world, and they still don't know. Yeah. Hey, Big E, let's just keep it PG. You know what's good. Just don't get all rated R like your boy Xavier Woods. What's, what, what's happening? Something's happening. Yo, yo, yo. Don, 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 DeMarco. Don, 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 DeMarco. Don, 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 DeMarco. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, stop it. It's not, no, 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 it's not over though. Now you, it ain't over. You gotta let you I gotta... said, I said, Big E, let's just keep it PG. You know what's good.
let's just not get all ready to like your boy Xavier you would. Boy, you can't, you, I don't know about you this. You don't twice. already know it ain't paranoia, it's the Usos round one. You got it, let's go. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sweating. I, I don't know why I'm sweating. I'm sweating a little bit right now. Just... I got it, I got it, I got it. Because that's the work. Look, I ain't trying to be a jerk. Just tell me why you came to work and started wrestling in shirts. <laughs> why? Why you did that? It's getting hold on, hold, it's it's hold it down, hold it down. I know why, I know why, I know why, I know why. Hold on, hold on. Because y'all got that first trimester pooch. What's that mean for you two? Means y'all are rocking weenie do. Y'all, explain. Y'all don't know about weenie do? They don't know about weenie do? That's when your gut hangs out more than your weenie do. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's okay. You. Okay. Okay. That's you. Okay. That's you. Y'all. Okay. Let's go. It's on me. Y'all ready? That's you. Happy fourth, guys. <laughs> Jamaican? Nope. Nah, you was Jamaican, but he stayed in the lane. Hold it down. Nah, hold it hold down. It hey, he gonna get this work. He gonna get this work. Y'all hold it down. Wait, wait. We don't need it. Ain't you Kofi Kingston? Hey, Oos, wasn't you Jamaican? Nope, you was Jamaican, but he stayed in the lane. Ran around the whole world giving Jamaicans a bad name. I mean, muffin top, crop top, that's the best you got, boy. Your forehead look like a back of a hand. If Ron Simmons was here right now, he'd probably step to you and be like, Damn! Got a little too close. Hey, the, the super kicker, sharpshooter. It's the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. But when it hit, it's finishing. I hit you with this fatality. Hey, this is fairy tale versus reality. Salvation over a massacre. The only brothers I ever win. Back to back Grammy, Slammy Award winning on the calendar. Hey. You touch us, I'm swinging like an axe. Paul Bunyan flow. I got my blue ox behind me. We yell timber. The only way you gonna beat us tonight, you had to go get a fourth New Day member. Hey, 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 Oos. I'm impartial. I'm impartial. Hey, hey, I'm impartial. Hey, don't put me in. Hey, you cool, though. Okay. Hey, you all right, Oos. Okay. But you keep running with this fools, it's gonna be a hostile situation. I'm telling you, Wale, you keep running with these fools, you're gonna end up like hospital patients. Hey, the rap battle is ours. We got the bars. Yeah. You already know, though. It's not paranoia's. It's the ooze. Let's go. Hey, y'all twins, y'all share the same brain, so that's not really... I got this, I got this, I got this. Okay, now it ain't, ain't over. We got one more. We can now, y'all... Mega Rand, Mega Rand, hold my trombone. Take him home, Bring it home, bring The New Day always says, Dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. That's why we came fresh and clean, looking like a million bucks. And y'all two came dressed as some recently divorced dads. Now, Jim, 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 you and your brother, you're tag champs. You turn the universe into believers. But please always remember, 
You were absolutely nothing till your wife put you on Total Divas. Listen, listen, hold it down, hold it down. Y'all both used to wear face paint, mm -hmm. bright colors, mm -hmm. you know, like showmen. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, oh man, you saw the New Day coming up on the horizon looking like a bad omen. Mm. And you boys, the New Day, we some warriors with no masters, call us Ronin. Slow it down. I said, we don't use our cell phones when we're international because that's roaming. Slow it down. I said, y'all should get back to doing what you do best, and that's carrying bags for who? That's carrying bags for Roman. My last clip deals with, you know, what else? The New York Knicks. Uh, everyone knows they went out and signed Tim Hardaway Jr. to that ridiculous contract. Uh, I talked about it probably to nausea on um, Hoops Habit. Check that out, hoopshabit.com, another plug. But the big story is whether or not they were going to trade Carmelo Anthony. They were pushing, saying that there was a deal possibly in place with the Houston Rockets. But maybe that's falling apart. There's been so much back and forth for what's going to happen with Carmelo Anthony. So we all know about his uh, situation in regards to the separation with his wife, you know, star from power, Lala. And she was on uh, Watch What Happens Live recently and asked about the whole situation with Carmelo and whether or not they're going to get back together and even where he wants to be going into next season. So uh, that's a pretty cool listen. And when we come back, I'm going to jump into the whole McGregor, Mayweather, mayhem that went on at Barclays Center. I'm just going to play all those clips and just enjoy it. So uh, we'll be right back. Here, listen to Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. Listen, I've said it a million times. Marriage is tough. Anyone yeah. will tell you that. Ups and downs and all kind of crazy stuff. We are yeah. doing well. We have a beautiful 10-year-old, and that's our focus, being great parents to our son, Cayenne. You're co-parenting. You are, you are speaking. You, <laughs> you speak to each other. <laughs> we have a child. Yes, of course yes. we speak to right. each other. That's right. Okay, good. Any hopes of reconciliation? Hey, anything's possible. Anything's yes. possible. Yes. And is he leaving the Knicks? That is a real possibility. That is, that a, real. is a real possibility. Yes. So we'll see what happens. I'm so, watching like everybody else. I'm sure you are. Yes, every day it's like a different team. What is your hope? My hope is that he ends up somewhere where he's happy and he can win because he's such an incredible player and he deserves to win.
Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. And uh, we got to bring back a special guest. Miss Christina St. Louis is here. Hello there. Okay, and now not only is she a uh, you know world renowned massage therapist, she is also I'll a, take it. Yeah, yeah, you know, look, I got <laughs> I, I'm only it. here to tell the truth, okay? Uh she is also an avid boxing fan. I don't know if you're Rosie Perez level boxing fan, but <laughs> Rosie Perez. But you're up there. Okay. So I, it's only right that if I do a boxing show, I have to include you on it and get okay. your thoughts on certain things. Yeah. So look, let's start off right out the gate. Biggest fight, Canelo Alvarez, Triple yep. G. What are your thoughts? Who is it even? Is it going to be fight of the year? It is fight of the year. Ooh. If you're if you're a boxing fan and you uh, if if you're not like you know I only watch the big fights. You know, I, I watch quite a few, but I know this one's going to be a big... This is a, an anticipated fight. I mean, of course you have the Mayweather and and uh, the Mayweather and Conor McGregor fight, but that's... Uh, I think Canelo fight is going to be bigger than this one. Um, the, the Mayweather fight is is really more of a marketing strategy, if you know, if you know anything about marketing <laughs> and, and boxing. But I can't wait to see this one. So, who do you think has the advantage? I mean, you, you got a guy like Canelo who I'm. Let's be honest, I'm really okay. skeptical with him because I saw him fight Mayweather. I thought it was too early to fight Mayweather, Absolutely. but then again, you had to fight him because Mayweather was talking about retiring all the time. Right. So you had to get that away. So I give him credit for that. But he looked bad in that fight. Yeah. Really bad. He made like Mayweather makes most guys look. Right. Um, I still felt like he hasn't fought that big opponent. You know, he's fought some guys, yeah. some good guys, but I, I just think when you fight a guy like Triple G. As good as Canelo Alvarez is, I just think Triple G can overpower him. But what do you think um, Canelo has to do in order to succeed in this fight? Well, Canelo has age on his side. Hmm. You know, um, he's he's faster. Okay. Okay, and he is he's younger. I mean, that's that's a huge advantage. Um, I mean, Triple G is definitely going to dominate because he has years of experience in middleweight. Um, mm-hmm. So, in I think he won about twenty two, yeah, tw- yeah, about twenty two straight wins. Um, so he has the advantage just because of his his uh, him being a veteran, right? Right. Um, and Canelo only has seven mm-hmm. straight wins. Um, I don't. The thing with boxing is lately, I just don't like the way they match these people up. I mean, Canelo Canelo is twenty pounds smaller than Triple G. Yeah, and that's so, that's so weird to me. And and Triple G has longer arms, and Triple G has a more powerful hit, and he's older. Yeah, I, I know age is shouldn't be you know the the it factor of who should fight who, but mm-hmm. this is like a guy in his young twenties, mid, and then someone in the mid thirties who has twenty something years of experience. I think tri- Triple G definitely has the upper hand, but Canelo has speed, mm-hmm. and he has an endurance. You don't think it's maybe just a thirst to have another big fight, a mega fight on? Because boxing needs that every year. Absolutely. They have to have a mega fight. So, you know, you got the 20-pound weight difference that they're going to make up, you know, obviously. Uh, it's It just seems like you got to get the money. Right. Even the way they set up that fight. I mean, they had the whole, like, him beat the, he beat this guy that had no shot at all, Canelo. Yeah, that, and then they I, had I Triple G come out with a whole presentation. Like they it, expect him to win it anyway. Was insane. I mean, it's it's all <laughs> hype. Everything is a hype. But this is what's this is what I love about boxing. I mean, right. it's it's a one on one. It's one on one. You know, you it's not a team effort. You really just looking at who's better. Yeah. Period. You know. Um. Uh. But I definitely think. Uh. I I think Canelo. He Canelo's a pretty strong strong guy. Yes. I have a lot of faith in him actually. 
Um, I think he's going to get some nice body shots in because he tends to do that. He he hits really good. Strong. Mm-hmm. He's a strong hitter. And again, he's still very young. People right. people don't people don't realize he's under 25 years old. I think he's about 23 now. And yeah. I think so. Not, 24, yeah. a little uh, older. Probably 24, 25. Oh. You would think, yeah, we're, we're saying this without looking at notes, people. But, uh, so yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is called real raw commentary. Right. Um, this is just off the dome. Off the dome, right. completely. <laughs> this is what you do in the studio. But um, also, uh, you know what? We, we talked about that as being the real big fight. Mm-hmm. The other quote-unquote big fight, the super fight, you got an MMA fighter fighting a, one of the best boxers of all time. Mm-hmm. Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather is actually going to happen. This is a real thing. This right. isn't like it a is. joke thing. Jesus. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather, you know, obviously everyone's taking him. Of course. Everyone's taking him. It's a boxing match, too. It's not like yeah. it's an MMA, you know, match. Like, I mean, I just feel like this whole thing just waters down the sport of boxing itself. Mm. I mean, I... I'm not much of an MMA fan. I mean, I respect the athletes. Um, you know, it takes a lot to, you know, to really demolish someone in, in those style of fighting versus boxing, which is more penetrated, which is more right. uh, focused and um, it's more fundamental, yes. so to speak. Uh, so to me, you know, I said it earlier, I this is just straight marketing. This is mm-hmm. just to make some money. This is not real. Right. You know, because if you, let's be real, you know, Floyd Mayweather is the best boxer alive right now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say all time, but I said right, live right now. Right. <laughs> Please don't con- con- misconstrue that. Yeah, old He's Muhammad the, Ali fans will be attacking yeah, you on social media. Y- you know, but uh, Floyd is the best at what he does. Right. So bringing an MMA fighter is a little, I feel like it's just watering down it's the a, sport. It's, it's, I, thought it, I thought it was a silly comeback. Um, I mean, I'll watch it because why not? It's Yeah, it's entertainment at the end of the day. Exactly, you know? entertainment. But come on, if you put Floyd, Me- Floyd Mayweather in, in, octo- in an octagon, oh, yeah. it, it ain't going to work out. So it's just, to me, it's apples and oranges. Um, I really much rather Mayweather wait at least another year or a couple of months to fight someone of quality in boxing. Well, I think he doesn't. It's funny because he's technically retired for the fifth time, right? So. Yeah, you know, like that's the whole thing. Um, I just feel like he's not he's not gonna be one of those fighters that's gonna keep fighting until he loses. No, he's forty something years old. Yeah, he knows he's, that. <laughs> he knows that. I mean, I thought it I thought it was good. You know, when you're at your top, mm-hmm. just retire then. Yeah, you know, retire the legacy with you just being the best. I, I just don't, don't come back for a word of washed up. He's with the down. money. It's all about the money. People want to uh, see it. He has it's enough. A, <laughs> I mean, I guess you can never, it have, ever enough. have enough. You know, it becomes a game after a while. It's yeah. like, yeah, let me see if I can get an extra couple million. No, that's a life to live. Right. Um, any puncher's chance for Conor McGregor? Now, mind you, I, I, I watch some MMA. I'm not right. a big MMA head. Okay. But uh, he does he, he does sport one. He's strong punches. He's a, he has a very strong striker Absolutely. at the end of the He's day. He's a monster. So... You know, anybody has a shot, right? When you're in the ring, you... Of course you have a shot. Yeah. Of course you have a shot. I mean, he's also a great defensive player also. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's he's really, really strong with his right with his right hook. Uh, he... Conor McGregor is a jack of all trades. Right. You know, but Floyd Mayweather is the best at boxing. Yes. So I don't think he stands a chance. I think it'll be a good fight to watch. Like, it'll be fun. Right. You know, uh, it'll be fun on, you know, watching Conor McGregor. But wait a minute, he's just a boring fighter. But he, <laughs> he's boring because he knows what he's doing. He's all technical. It's all he, strategy. Everything is strategy. Everything yeah. is logic. Every You know, I mean, that, that's the best way to fight. That's how you don't get hit. 
<laughs> very much so <laughs> is. But you know what? I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely, um, I know yeah. everyone else is looking forward to it. That's why we're talking about it again on every show. Is, I'm more is, interested in the Canelo one. fight. I, I, that, <laughs> I, that I can't wait to see. So we'll see how it all goes down. Uh, once again, we'll be right back. You listen to Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. here on Brick Radio. Great for boxing, this is great for MMA, it's just great for the fight 
August 26th. It's going to be crazy at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Mayweather McGregor brought you by Mayweather Promotions. What do you expect for that night? You know, I've never seen anything quite like this. The best in MMA, the best in boxing coming together for the fans like this. Who want to see this fight for real? For all the real boxing fans have made some more. How many people want to see Floyd Mayweather lose? Make some more.
I want to take time to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to another episode of Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. Uh, looking forward to some more episodes. We got some more ideas in regards to how we want to put it out, put out some more sports news and just things going on in the community, especially in Brooklyn. So if you have any ideas or anything that you want me to talk about in regards to sports that might be in your area, especially in Brooklyn, just hit me up on Twitter as at Ed Easton Jr. on Twitter or Instagram. Or you can just send me an email. My email is edeaston at kirsnetwork.com. Once again, that's edeaston at kirsnetwork.com. So until next time, thank you for listening and uh, keep listening to Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. I'm Ed Easton Jr. Have a good one.